In a time where we have hundreds of conversations in a day, sometimes we need to slow down and learn a person's journey. Knowing so many extraordinary people from various walks of life has led me to believe that we need to unravel the answers to so many questions that often go unanswered. This is where we talk about the tough stuff that makes us extraordinary. My name is Liv, and I believe these conversations hold tremendous value in the journey to discover who we are and who we share our world with. Welcome to Ordinary Conversations with Extraordinary People. This is The Modern Badass. Carly Bergdahl is one of the first people I met at Austin Peay State University when I visited for the first time in 2007. She was not only an amazing goalkeeper and field player, as I learned in this episode, but she has gone on to do great things in the teaching world, the coaching world, and in the parenting world. We take a walk down memory lane, talk a bit about soccer, a bit about love, and a lot about this crazy life. Tune in to hear Carly's journey as one of Austin Peay's greatest lady govs, as Mrs. Bergdahl, and as someone who answers so lovingly nowadays to the name mom. Hey, Carly. Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, this is awesome. Okay. So this is going to just automatically record our conversation. Okay. So yeah, just talk like you're talking on the phone, I guess. Um, that, that seems pretty simple enough. Cool. Cool. So Mia finally went to sleep. Yes. Finally. <laughs> you know, we've been struggling with her. So. Oh, kiddo. I know. She's uh, been a firecracker. Ever since she's. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Well, yeah. let's get started. Sure. So um, first question for you is tell me about your upbringing and how it contributed to where you are now. Well, um, I am from Memphis, Tennessee, born and raised, and um, I have been born and raised Catholic Mm -hmm. and just been going to uh went to catholic teaching or catholic school all through um elementary middle school um i went to an all girls um catholic high school saint agnes academy and um you know i have two older sisters and i have a younger brother and it's just you know being the middle child um it has brought a little bit of uh uh, challenges along the way. Um, but you know, I think that's a big reason why I'm the person I am today. Um, it's kind of funny. We all, we still joke about it, um, about how I always, uh, got mistreated and my brother always got his way and my sister, you know, and then there was me. Um, and still to this day, we always joke about it and, we always, uh, you know, talk about how I was always, you know, it's called the middle, middle child syndrome. Um, I know, but I mean, I think growing up Catholic, having two parents who were supportive and, you know, anything that I wanted to do and, you know, would do anything. I think that was a big part of, um, you know, who I am today. And I think that, you know, I contribute my success and who I am 
to my parents. That's amazing. Yeah. And obviously, you know, my parents and you're, you know, you can probably agree with me. Oh, Um, such huge support (laughs) system. No matter where we were, there were the Newmans. (laughs) Yes. And it was, it was amazing. They traveled with us. It was so cool. Yeah. I mean, my dad, my senior year, he missed one game and that was because it was at VMI, which was, I think for him, it was over 14 hour drive. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah. I mean, like I said, and I think, you know, like I said, being growing up in a, um, you know, a supportive family, having supportive parents, gosh, even now, I mean, having supportive siblings, you know, and being able to be a part of, you know, growing up, right. And being able to witness everything, you know, and still being a part, you know, they all, we all live in Memphis now, you know, so being able to see my nieces and my nephews and, you know, seeing my brother grow and, you know, having that close knit. Yeah. That close knit family vibe. That's so important. Yeah. And it hasn't changed. I mean, obviously every family has ups and downs, but, um, you know, that's probably the biggest reason why I am the person I am today. And it's because of my parents and, the way that they chose to bring me up. That's, that's amazing. And yeah, would you say that, like, I, I'm not sure I I've only met your siblings, I think once or twice, (laughs) like not, (laughs) not as nearly as much time spent with them as, as seeing your parents around, but um, did they go away for college too? Or like, did everybody kind of go and then reconnect or Sure. So like, my, okay. So it's kind of di- not difficult, but so my dad, he um, was married before my mom had my oldest. She's my half sister, Ashley. Okay. Um, so she, she was always part of our family, but she, you know, she's 13 years older than I am or, you know, however old, I think she's 12, 13 years older than I am. So she never, we never really had that sibling connection until we got older okay you know what I mean so like for her it was a little bit different situation um but she Ashley is her name she um you know she almost is still like this motherly figure you know always looking out for us always what can we do to help you know and so for her um I think as I got older I appreciated her more um, and realized that, you know, it was important to have her in our lives. Um, and my sister, my other sister, Cody, um, she actually went to the University of Memphis. So she did not leave Memphis. Um, but she, you know, she left, lived in, I think, the dorm one year. And then she got an apartment. And right. it wasn't, and I think everybody can probably agree with this, but it wasn't until she left for college. It really, our relationship shifted in a good way right you always have like the sisterly like you stole my clothes and yes you know, <laughs> totally. and right and so um you know it wasn't until she left for college where our relationship started to shift in a more positive direction um, I think that's really common for a lot of people yes. is that that separation that time away it does right. wonders for your relationship and then now as adults you're super close right and and you know, our, our friends versus those bickering siblings. Right. Like I remember calling her one night 
I, I, like I said, I don't know. I think I was just crying. I don't know. I was having a rough day and it was like three in the morning and she answered her phone. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I never thought I'd ever call her, you know, at that time, you know, and it just, and as we're getting older, um, you know, we had um, Maddie, my oldest, she was five and her little girl, Brooklyn, who was five, you know, they're, they're only 10 days apart. That's amazing. Oh, so special. Um, have cousins. Oh, grow up together. Oh, yes. Get in trouble together. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for me, being able to have that relationship with her during being, you know, being becoming a mom, right? Right. Uh, we would text each other back and forth, you know, while the babies were up at that time, you know, and just talk back and forth about everything that's going on. Um, so our relationship through that has, I mean, it's a whole different world for me, at least, um, to think of my sister, not only as my sister, but as a mom, as an aunt, you know, right. um, you know, as a daughter, you know, um, that's amazing. Oh yeah. So now my brother, um, we have, we've had a little bit of a more rockier relationship, um, he's a boy and I'm, you know, (laughs) you know, he just made some decisions that I didn't really agree with. And, you know, he, I I couldn't be more proud of him to this day and we're actually closer than we've ever been. Um, you know, he, you know, went to, went to school. He actually went to the, um, uh, to UTC, uh, university of Tennessee at Chattanooga and, um, my husband also went there and so they were both Kappa Sigs and, um, like I said, made some decisions, wasn't the best and I didn't agree with them. And so that was where our rockiness started to shift. Um, and as he got older, as I got older, um, we both matured, um, and our relationship, like I said, is now stronger than it's ever been. Um, that's amazing actually, I, know, I just talked to him yesterday you know on the phone and was like how's everything going you know well it was his birthday uh, what yesterday so it's a big reason why I called him anyway but you know just having that being able to go through that time and then come out of it as an even stronger brother sister relationship I think is I think it's pretty amazing so that's that's really great and how old is he now um oh, he just turned 29 Oh my goodness. Yes. That's a, that, yeah. Time flies, I guess. I, I was thinking about it the other day and I'm thinking, well, we met, you know, you and I met 13 right. years ago. <laughs> right. So you were what? Uh, 18 and I was 19. Yeah. So or, I, or it, was 17, or it was 17, 18, right. Where I, you know, I was a freshman and you were a senior in high school. Uh, yeah. High school. Yeah. And I, I just remember being a kid thinking like, Ooh, I wonder if I'll go here. I wonder if I'll go to this school and you were getting ready for your freshman year. Right. And yeah, you were one of the few, I think it was you and like Mo that talked to the recruits. (laughs) You guys are the nice ones. (laughs) And yeah, I don't don't know. I just think back to that and I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, we've known each other for so long. And we have this family of, of friends, but then it's, it's a true second family, right? You, you're lucky lucky to have one amazing family and then you get blessed with this, this second family. Right. That you never, gosh, it's not even, you know, it's not, you know, one sibling, it's, uh, you know, 11, 12 of us that have, you know, stayed together for so long. So 
it's yeah. it's really cool. Uh, Let's I, talk about our time at Austin P a little bit. Yeah. Um. So you study you studied HHP right health and human performance. Yes. So I um, studied health and human performance. I got my degree in it's technically called health and human performance teaching K through twelve. So I have the ability to teach physical education and health kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, nice. And then I went after I graduated, I stayed at Austin P for a year and I got my master's in sports and wellness leadership. Um, and so, um, yeah. Oh, and then I have a minor in education. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad there's more than one of us that are teachers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I couldn't imagine, you know, not being able to go through this journey and, not have other people that can relate to the things that we've gone through, not just with COVID, but with, you know, getting your degree and getting a job and not yes. getting a job and dealing with certain, you know, kids. And so absolutely it's been a wonderful journey to have people who've, who understand you and what you're going through. Over the years, did you have somebody that maybe inspired you to take that path or did you always know you wanted to teach and, and coach and go that route or was there somebody that kind of sparked that within you? Yeah. So it's kind of a funny story. So, uh, you know, I, I, I teach high school. So I'm currently teaching at my old high school at St. Agnes. I've been there. Go stars. Go, Go stars. stars. Thank you. Um, this <laughs> is actually my eighth year teaching. It's either my seventh or eighth. And I, uh, you know, I've lost track and, um, you know, I always tell my girls because I teach seniors as well. And, you know, they're, you know, some girls get upset with not getting into a school and I'm like, look, you're going to go to a school. You're going to love it. You're going to get a degree and you're going to love it or do whatever you want to do. Um, but for me, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. So I have two teachers that have inspired me. It was, her name was Miss LaCruz and Miss um, Liddell. Miss LaCruz, she was my second grade teacher. Um, she is the reason why I'm a big Green Bay Packers fan. Um, <laughs> I loved her so much that she was a Green Bay Packer fan. So I became a Green Bay Packer fan. And ever since then, I've become a cheesehead. And, you know, just, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, I mean, she was the very first like inspiration. And then Miss Liddell, she was my seventh and eighth grade science teacher. Um, and she just had this spunk about her where she was nice and then she'd flip a switch and you would be terrified of her, but you had that respect for her. Um, and I also loved science. So I knew okay. at one point I actually started at Austin P with a biology major because I wanted to teach science. For some reason, I love dissecting things. I love learning about just all of that stuff. Um, and then it was kind of funny story. I took my first biology class as a freshman. And after that class, I kind of looked around and I was like, nope, <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not for me. And then our um, uh, athletic counselor I guess was like well, what do you think about teaching health and PE and I was like sure I think I could do that and I've loved it I mean there's not anything else I'd rather be doing oh see and and that's where that's that trial period when you first go to college and I'm sure you tell your students and I tell my students go with like a rough idea of what you'd like to do but everything is subject to change 
you're going to maybe take that first semester, first year of classes and figure out, oh, that's not for me. Or maybe there's something else that piques your interest. And um, I'm so glad that you found that, you know, that health and human performance program, because I would love to be in your health class. Yeah. Like I would (laughs) want to be a girl in that health class because you're going to tell them stuff straight up and you're not, you don't sugarcoat things. I know you. No, yeah, I don't. Um, and that's so fantastic. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I always talk, um, I always tell stories, right? Cause I, and that's one thing that the girls really like. It's one of the feedbacks that I, that I get back after I teach them. They're like, we love hearing the stories that you, so that we can connect what you're trying to teach. And a big part of that is I also want the girls to think like, obviously testing is what we have to do as a teacher. Right. And it's like, you know, I, yes, we have to test, we have to do this, but you know, if my, one of my stories could, uh, you know, impact these girls, I feel like I've done my job, you know? And it's more of just like, Oh, you know, Miss Bergdahl did this, this, and this, or she told this story and, you know, uh, obviously I would love for them to learn health and PE, but like I said, my job is to impact these girls in a way that they can go and succeed, uh, in the future. And that's, you know, all I care about, you know? So I love, I love hearing that there's, you know, a teacher out there teaching young women mm-hmm. that it's, it's bigger picture. It's, yeah. it's about life. It's not, it's not necessarily sure health and, and PE that's a part of things, right. but can you leave my class being a better human being than when you arrived? Yes. And that's so huge. I want to be in your class so bad. Oh my goodness. What? I wonder if I could get my, now that a thing, see. you can zoom in and you can be a part of it. <laughs> that's true. I was going to say, I should see when COVID's over and stuff, I should see if my district can like pay for me to go on like a field study. Oh, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, and I'll bring my soccer team. My soccer team can play your soccer team. Oh, you don't want that to happen. <laughs> I mean, I think my girls could do okay. <laughs> we, we don't know. No, I, um, I, uh, my girls are. Uh, I love my girls, my soccer girls too. So <laughs> hard not to love because you see a little bit of yourself in them, right? Oh gosh, yes. They. Uh... It's so funny. I just hope they don't take the path I took. Oh, yeah. um, well, you know, what? it's kind of funny, Liv, because I actually, we just ended on our body systems and I actually tell the story, um, not the whole thing, obviously, but, uh, of AC, you know, the journey that you took with your ACLs and the journey oh, yeah. that you took with your patella and, you know, um, so it's, it's kind of funny now that you're mentioning it. I do. You are part of my story that I tell my girls. I- I swore I should have left Austin P with like a physical therapy minor or something. I'm surprised from just, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know all about the knee now, but (laughs) I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. We all all learned all about it and you were lucky you got out unscathed. I had a couple, I had, um, let's see, I tore my ligament, my thumb, a ligament in my thumb freshman year. Oh, yikes. And I, I had a concussion my senior year. And other than that, you know, I had, you know, plantar fasciitis, you know, nothing crazy that would take me out of the game. But, you know, I, you had to literally pull me off of the field in order for me to get off the field. So, yeah, yeah I, 
you were fierce out there. I loved, I loved seeing you play. It was so, I don't know. My first impressions of you, I was like, yeah, she's kind of small for a keeper. She's kind of short. Yep. And then I was like, holy crap, <laughs> she's huge. She's huge back there. She plays, you play like you're six feet tall. Yeah, we have to. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I loved it. Um, so, okay, we're going to talk a little bit more about Austin P. Um, so you were a year older than me, but, um, you know, in the end, it didn't really matter because we're all just, oh, yeah. we're all just sisters. But, um, Okay, I want to hear a couple of your favorite memories from your time at Austin P. Um, oh gosh, Liv, that's a tough one. I I know. Oh gosh. Um I think one of my one of the memories that just kind of pop up into my head was um well, let's let's reverse just and take me back. So I do talk a lot, but so my freshman year, I didn't start, I didn't play. Um, I was a goalkeeper. And so there were, there were three keepers total. There was a senior, a sophomore, and then there was me. And, right. um, you know, I worked my butt off and then I got hurt. And there was the question that they asked. They said, do you want to redshirt? And I declined and everyone asked me why. And I said, I declined because I wanted to graduate with my girls that I had come in my class, if that makes sense. Right. It's so small. And I, you know, looking back on it, would I change it, my decision? Probably not. But one thing that I wanted to do also was to show that I wasn't just a keeper, right? And they, I don't think they really knew that about me. But in high school, um, I actually wasn't the keeper. I was the backup keeper. And my mindset was, I'm not going to sit on this bench. So I actually became, my sophomore year of high school, became the starting midfielder. Um, and then, you know, wow. sophomore and senior, I never played goalie, you know, unless we were up nine to zero. And, you know, they, you know, so, you know, I was a, a defensive midfielder my whole high school. So when I got hurt oh, my freshman goodness. year, I was like, well, I'm not going to sit on the bench. And so I was like, well, I can play a little bit. I was a little bit out of shape, <laughs> you know, but, you know, and so I played. So sophomore year came around and it was the second game. And excuse me, it was after, I think it was after the second game or after the first, it was either the first or second game. And we had just gotten done with practice and um, you know, Jeremy came over and he said, um, you've earned your, uh, you're going to start on, you know, at the next game. Wow. I mean, I remember it to this day and I remember Sarah, you know, Klutz had been, she waited for me and I ran up to her and I said, I'm starting on Friday. Oh my I'm gosh. assuming it was Friday, but, and I just remember that, that emotion that came over and I was like, okay, it's here. You've earned, you've worked your butt off this, you know, all during spring and all during the summer and your opportunity is here and you cannot let that go. Um, oh my God. You're giving me goosebumps. I, I know I'm giving myself goosebumps just thinking about the memory. Like, you know, it's just something that you'll never forget. It's something that you, you know, I've dreamed of playing college soccer my entire life. And yes, it's, it's some, you know, when you reach that goal, it's, it's something that you really can't describe, um, especially, you know, going over all of the, you know, the, the hurdles that I had to get to that point. Um, yeah. 
you know, so that was, that's probably one of the memories that I remember, uh, you know, one of the most, the best memories. Um, and then another favorite memory, which we probably all of us will say <laughs> is, um, I mean, there's obviously some I can't mention, but um, was when we won in the semifinals against SEMO. That's hard like to beat. that picture that of us jumping and I'm, you know, holding up number oh one, that, that, that was something I'll never forget, obviously. Like that picture, I still look oh. at it and it chokes me up a oh, little yeah. bit. I wish we could go back like, in time. I wish I could actually be in the sidelines to watch that un- yeah. unravel. You know what? Even just the last, you know, for me, for me, the three years, you know, I was a senior when that happened. And being yeah. able to look at all of the losses and the everybody talking about how we weren't good. And then that senior year came along and it we just, you know, made history. We shocked everyone. We history, you know, and it's yeah. such a huge, uh, you know, I'm very lucky to be a part of that. So, um, yeah, that was an amazing experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, so unreal. It's hard. I know it's hard to pinpoint favorite memories because like we talked the other day and it was like wow favorite memories there's the soccer ones and then there's the off the field ones and there's so many wild things that happened along the way where a part of me like part of me just is like that four years that I had there and you were there for the for on your fifth year you were our grad grad assistant and it it was just I don't know it went by so fast but so magically at the same time, it was, it's just so unreal that that was part of my life and that somehow we all came together for that. Like, Oh, I hate even talking about it because I want to go back. so And you know, it's, you know, and I know we talk about this, you know, often, but it's like, we're so, I'm so thankful that I chose like I I always tell Sarah all the time I'm like what if I decided like what if we decided not to come to Austin Peay we wouldn't know each other we wouldn't be a part of you know this family that we've created so I I feel very blessed that I've had those four years and that I stuck it out now I don't know if a lot of people know this but after my freshman year I almost transferred um, I really, did. I just felt my freshman year, at least I felt like I was working really hard and I didn't really get the chance that I, you know, deserved. And I just, you know, I think I just like, you know what, Carl, just give it one more year. And then, you know, I'm not a quitter. And so I think that was a big part of it too. You know, that's a big mindset. Not that I was quitting. I was just trying to transfer to another school, but you know, just having the reason. Yeah. Give, give yourself, yeah. Give yourself the best opportunity. Exactly. And I, you know, and so, like I said, it was uh, very fortunate that I didn't do that and that I still had the ability to go and play at Austin P too. So. Wow. So cool. So cool. And yeah, I'm thankful you didn't transfer because I wouldn't have got to know <laughs> you and we wouldn't right now. So amazing. So amazing. Like I just, I'm thinking of a bunch right now, you know, and it's, we don't have all day. So <laughs> I'm thinking just like even even just time at the cabin Mm -hmm. and time at the cabin and even just time on the bus and just the silly things that used to happen. Like I was telling a friend the other day about how, remember when we had our, our limits for meals, like we'd go out to eat and we'd what's our limit? What's our limit? And you could not go over that limit or you were dead. Like 
like nobody ever really went over the limit because we were all right. terrified too. Well, like I said, do you remember when we played? Sorry, like all these memories come back. Do you remember <laughs> when we played Tennessee Tech my senior year, and we were we made a deal with Coach and Jeremy? We were like, okay, if we win, we get to watch Spice World on the way back. <laughs> like it was like we were making this like. Oh my God, we, we negotiated, negotiated it. Okay, if we win, then we get to do this, this, and this. I mean, it was just. Yeah, and we won. And we did win. We I won, remember that um, game. Two to one. And that's, I think that was the game that sent it, us to OVC. Yeah, to the OVC tournament. You're right. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did, I think someone tore her. Was it Corey that tore her? Or maybe that was the first time that we played. Anyway, I want to say someone got hurt that game. Um, but I yeah, I don't remember that part. And then another memory that just popped up was, um, remember, I wish we would remember, but us numbering off. <laughs> yes. You know, just the <laughs> way that we were so creative with how we did things. We all like yelled our number and we had our own little flair right. on it. And oh, I was always so I mean, good. My number was eight anyway, but I was always eight. And it was like, eight is great. And then what well, I wish we could, I, you know, you remember would be Hannah. Hannah would. She, yeah. So when Hannah comes on the podcast, I'll have to ask her to just kind of yes. recite it and say who, who, what number, and all the different funny ways of yes. saying it. <laughs> she was the one that mostly created all of them, anyway. I think so. Everyone had their own little wild contribution to our oh, team. Yeah. That's what I love so much about it. Is sure soccer was what brought us all there, but what really made us bond. I don't think other teams were like us. I don't think they were either. I, I really we don't. we very unique in our own way. Just a, just a bunch of beautiful yep. humans. And we're still just as crazy and wild as we were 13 years ago. <laughs> I know. Like, wherever we go, and this p- popped up on my on my Facebook memories, um, oh Vegas gosh, yes. was... Vegas was four years ago. Crazy. And I don't know how we didn't burn that city down. Survived. I remember the flight home after on the Sunday and I was like, oh, this was a terrible idea. Who made this decision oh, to fly was... out at 6 a.m. on, you know, on a Sunday? No, you never leave Vegas at yeah, 6 a.m. Yeah, I learned my lesson real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, no, wherever we meet up, no matter what the circumstances, no matter whose wedding or baby shower well, we or bachelorette party we show up and we, and we go, go hard. hard and it's it's slightly concerning but magical yes. at the same time I, I couldn't agree with you more being able to like you said it's it, it, and I, everybody will agree with this but it's you know we some people we haven't seen and you know I guess I haven't seen you in years and it's like when yeah we see each other it's like we hadn't seen each other in 12 hours you know or something like that you know it's we pick it, up right exactly. where we left off. And it's like nothing has Everything ever changed, time. you know. Um, and that's what I love about our friendship and the, you know, the group of girls that we have. Because it's, I think it's something that not a lot of people can say that they're still friends with, you know, 12 of their college friends. College right? friends. Right. <laughs> we're going to talk, we're going to get lovey-dovey now. Um Talk to me about Joseph. So you and Joseph have been together for how many years now? 
Oh, why would you ask me that? Because, um... uh, yeah, because <laughs> okay, I'm, so yeah, you know. We are about to celebrate eight years together. Married. Oh, married. married. Okay, yeah. We've been together, I think, for it'll be either 13 or 14 years. Um, we've been oh my together, goodness. we've been dating since we were 18 years old. So, that's amazing I love stories like yeah. this this is this makes story me story definitely has a story behind it that might take all night but especially 13 <laughs> years worth of it so um that, that is a lot I mean I just I do remember him coming to visit at Austin yeah. P and he he's been a, a big Lady Govs oh, supporter yes. um and you guys started like when you both went to your respective colleges um you were doing the long distance thing at yeah, a young so age we, uh, long story short he we he went to the boys school he went to christian mothers um high school in memphis and so we met actually um my sophomore year of high school and you know we would see each other every now and then and uh, my best friend and his you know really good friend were dating at the time and so anytime they hung out you know we would just kind of you know, just see each other every now and then. Nothing, you know, I don't even think we were friends on Facebook or I don't even know if Facebook was around there, but, you know, just, you know, we just <laughs> didn't do it. You know what I mean? It was just more of acquaintance at that point. And um, yeah. so then um, my senior year, um, I had just broken up with my boyfriend and I randomly sent him a, if we remember, uh, AIM back in the day. Um, <laughs> I know. Oh I my goodness. Random like, hey, how are you? Message or what's up? Or uh, I don't even know. And that's where it started. And he was. Oh my goodness. And so I was in this relationship with my ex-boyfriend, you know, it was on and off and he was just there. And when I say he was just there, he was, you know, he became my best friend. Um, like anytime I needed somebody, I'd call him up and he was there. Right. I would get random text messages and be like, you know, uh, you know, how are you? Hey, beautiful. Or, you know, all these little things. Um, his feelings were a little Aww. bit stronger than mine were at that time. Um, and so then we, you know, we dated for a month. We dated from like May of 2007 to like beginning of June, right? So it was only maybe six, four or six weeks. And, you know, I broke up with him because I was like, I don't want a boyfriend in college. You know, I've been dating this guy for so long and, you know, whatever. So I broke up with him. I know. Oh, I know. Joseph. Like, you know, so then he went to UT Chap. Um, and I went to Austin P and mm -hmm. so we, uh, obviously still had that, you know, we would text like every now and then, and, you know, and, uh, then when was it November, I of 2007, um, uh, he came in town, we had been talking and I pretty much told him cause he would call me and like get upset with me and yell at me. And I was like, look, if you're going to want to have this relationship work, you have to stop doing that <laughs> it was kind of like his you know yeah. ultimatum it was like yeah I don't want to you know have a friend and and then after that I'll live I know it's so cheesy when I say this I'll never forget <laughs> I'll never forget when I fell in love with him it was okay now you gotta oh, fail I like <laughs> like I said it, it's so cheesy because you're looking like no you know that's fake or whatever I was outside Meacham so I was still a freshman outside Meacham it was raining 
And he made like one of his, and if you know Joseph, he makes like these sly comments where it's, you know, he's, he's quiet. And then all of a sudden he says something and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, so, so he's yes, quick. His humor is very, uh, like you have to get to know him and then, you know, you fall in love with him. Anyway, he made this, I don't even remember the joke. And I remember stopping right outside Meacham and being like, crap, I think I'm in love with him. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I love and it. Like I said, and so we have been together since the end oh God, I hope I don't get this wrong, but November 21st of 2007, we've been together ever since. So with a little bit of break, oh my goodness. Talk, what relationship doesn't do, you know, have the little ups and downs, but oh, yeah. you know, we, uh, and currently, um, we've got two little girls. We've got, like I said, mentioned before, I've got a little girl named Maddie. She's five. And my littlest one just turned one. And her name is Mia. So we've had a pretty, uh, you know, pretty good uh, life that we've created for ourselves. So I, know. I love it. I love, I, you know, I'm a sucker for a good love story. And it's- and- I firmly believe like when something is kind of meant to come around that way, like you said, you met as sophomores in high school and it, those people don't go away if they're well, supposed so to be in your life. You say that Cause all during the senior year, we'd be like, we can't see each other. We can't be friends. We can't. And it was like, we just couldn't get away from each other. It was like, God just kept putting us in, you know, in our lives. And, um, and so we did, we, so I, and I, we dated long distance for four years, four and a half. Actually, it was a little over four years because you have to count the grad school year. Um, that was also a yeah. year that oh, we, you know, had to go through long distance. And he was also one of my biggest, besides my parents, he had to be my next biggest supporter in college. Um, you know, he came to every home game, um, when he could, um, which was pretty much every game. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, you know, he'd wear my old jerseys and, you know, he would be a support system and he's always been my support system in anything I do and every, you know, aspect of life, you know, so. That's amazing. Yeah, so I know. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. You guys, you guys have a great, I don't know. I, I want to say a great hold on that, that good love story, but those people that are just, it's functional and it, it's right. not perfect. Well, perfect. Right. That's something that we've- no, nothing's, yeah. nothing's perfect, but you go through your ups and downs and that person being your person right. that's going to be there when you right. need to be picked up. That's well, that's the, the beautiful the part of it is my person. So you know, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. Jokes about, yeah, you know, it's my best friend. Like he, there, he knows everything about me. So, and then obviously, with you know having a husband, being together for so long. So, you know, and and one thing about him is, as our life shifts from you know playing college soccer and going to college and getting engaged, getting married, having kids, you know, it's like each step that we do. It's once again, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's you know you just fall more in love with the person you know, watching him become a dad yeah. and continue to be the best dad. Like, Oh, it's amazing. 
I'm going to cry. That's, we got to stop talking That's about the it. dream. <laughs> you know me and my sensitivity. <laughs> I know you are one of, I mean, we're all emotional. We all cry every si- oh, single time we're all together, but <laughs> I'm always the ringleader. Yeah. Of, of You're the, the start of it though. I know we know that anytime anything emotional is coming yeah, up, we're like, don't Carly. look Where's at Carly. Carly? Don't look at Carly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So I want to talk about parenthood and oh my gosh, I love seeing just the little snapshots that I get to see into your life of what you're like as a mom. And I have to say, like you are my <laughs> role model for someday when I become a mom. I'm like, I just see the way you are with these girls and so strong, but like, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to dive right in. Like as a parent, what do you find is one of the most important things? Like as far as values are concerned and like, what kind of life do you envision for your daughters? Cause raising daughters at any point in life is difficult, but I don't know. I feel like our society is a pretty turbulent place yeah. for little girls well, these days so in the beginning I so when Joseph and I first got pregnant um we there's no girls on his side like he has a brother his dad has you know didn't have they you know not really there's no girls in the family and so like I was like okay we're gonna have boys I just kind of accepted the fact that I'm not gonna have any girls um and so when Matt when we found out Maddie was a girl I was like what like I was in shock um, and then oh, wow. when Mia came along, I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm going to be a girl mom. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be it. I was like, and you know what? I'm going to do the best that I can. Um, when obviously you have a child, your whole life changes and it shifts and you look at your life and you go like, I'm like, what, you know, what, what have I done? You know, did I, am I going to, my biggest fear is, you know, my girls are going to get, you know, into drugs or go be in jail or, you know, not, and let's go back to my, but not be a good human. Right. My ultimate goal is for my kids to be good people, to, to have the respect and, you know, go to college, be successful. Um, and that is my biggest, every day I wake up and I'm like, you know, am I doing this right? Am I being a good mom? You know, it's something that I question every day and I'm constantly making sure that I tell my girls, you know, I love you. You know, we have this thing, my dad actually did it to, for me, but it's like, have I told you that I love you today? And then, you know, they'd be like, no, I'm like, well, I love you or, you know, yeah. So, Aww. you know, as a mom, you know, everything changes obviously for the good, right? But it's definitely something where you dive in and you just, you just do it. Like you just become a mom, you know, and it's, you just, you figure things out, you know? And I've also been lucky enough to have friends who have, you know, been able to text and be like, you know, even with Mia, it's like, I have forgotten how to be a mom, you know, or how to be a mom with a newborn or a one-year-old, you know? Um, you know, I was just texting a friend a little bit ago, right. like, oh, what did you do for this? What time? You know, and my girls are my world, you know, 
and you know, not yeah. that Joseph has shifted over, you know, I, my love is still like, I have a different love for Joseph than I do my girls, if that makes sense. You know, yeah, yeah it's a different category. You know, my heart has all three of them in it. Just like, that's a great way to put it. It's a different category. Um, you know, and it's, at the end of the day, it's like, did my kids have fun today? What did they learn? Are they going to, you know, are they good, at least good people right now? <laughs> I mean, Mia's crazy. She's a one-year-old, but um, you know, Maddie, you know, you know, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you. Um, it's kind of funny because Maddie and Mia are complete opposites. So uh, it's, so I was just going to ask, cause you're having a very different experience yes. with Mia yes. than you had like with Maddie. A thousand percent different. <laughs> Um, Maddie was very laid back and, you know, obviously being a first time parent, you can't compare. Right. Um, you know, very laid right. back. Um, you know, she slept a little bit better. Um, it took a little while, but it's like, once she got it, it was easy. Um, you know, just a very chill baby. And let's talk about like right now, she's a rule follower. You know, she, um, there's no complaints from teachers, right? It's she, you know what I mean? Like she is like, I'm like, Oh, do I need to have a parent teacher conference? And the teacher's like, no, she's fine. She's perfect. You're good. I'm like, Oh, okay. You know? So, (laughs) you know, so, so right. The dream. So then Mia comes around and y'all, she had a, she had a pretty uh, traumatic entrance into this world. Um, You know, had emergency C-section and, you know, and I'm sure we'll get to that a little bit later, but she, um, you know, she just, she came into this world like a firecracker and she is going to set this world on fire. And I'm excited to see what she does. Not that I'm not excited about Maddie, but she's just got this personality. That's like, it's my way or the highway. You better get on or catch a ride somewhere else. You know, Um, I feel like with what I've heard about Mia is, if we went to college with her, she'd probably oh, be right yes. in there with us. Yes. <laughs> she'd be she'd leading the way. She'd be the one with the, you know, keys in her hand, ready to go. And she, uh, well, and you know, yeah. I, I never really thought of it this way, but, you know, she also challenges me more as a mom, you okay. know, um, in a different okay. way. Like Maddie, she's very sensitive. I don't know where she gets that from. Um, but she's very sensitive. And then Mia, obviously with a one-year-old, she's just, like I said, she's just a firecracker. You know, you say something, she starts to cry and, you know, she's, you know, she gets very, you know, irritable and tired and, you know, and then, you know, Maddie, I'd just be like, okay, let's go night, night. And she'd be like, okay, I'd put her in her crib and that'd be it. With Mia, it's like, no, (laughs) like, you're not going to do this, fight this. So she, she knew yeah, you had exactly. it too easy the first time said, around. Like, oh, your first one is going to be easy and it's going to make you want to have more kids. And then they test you. Right? And then they test well, you. That's Mia. So, but like I said, she challenges me in a way that it can be hard sometimes. I can't tell you how many times I've cried myself to sleep, but I am so thankful for her just because of the struggle, you know, that we've had to get to this point. So but at the end, yeah. you know, but at the end of the yeah. day, it's, you know, I want my girls to be just, you know, be good humans, be good people. Um, 
And that's what I hope and pray for every single day. So. I love that. I love that. And yeah, success is measured in so many different ways and your success as a mom, you know, it kind of hones in on well, right. what did your kids do? Right. But at the end of the day, your, your girls are beautiful, loving, yeah. caring human beings. And I haven't met, I haven't I met will. Mia yet, but <laughs> I know Matt, <laughs> I might, I might be able to hear her from yes. Canada, even though you're in Memphis, uh, <laughs> but she, yeah, they're, they're both so lovely. And I'm so happy you have this well, thank you. beautiful family because I, I can't think of anybody who, I mean, you were like meant for motherhood, even, even during our wildest days, you oh, still yeah. made sure everyone uh, was okay. I think y'all might have been my <laughs> biggest uh, testimony. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you kept That's us right. all, That's you right. kept us all alive. So <laughs> I have one more question about motherhood. And one of the big things that has impressed me so much um, is the way that, you know, as a mom, you've been able to have this, it, it seems like from an outsider looking in, it seems like there's this balance and you still are able to come to the wedding and have a good time and come to the bachelorette party and have a good time and, and, you know, really have those two parts of your life that you haven't lost your sense of self yeah. when you're with us anyway. Right. And how do you do that? Well, <laughs> for me, that's so impressive. When I first, when Joseph and I, when we first got pregnant with Maddie, I remember having the conversation with him and I said, I don't want us to lose us. Like, I don't want just because we have kids means we can't go and do things. And so for me, I marriage wise, uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that we would still, you know, go on vacations alone, still have our time together. Right. I mean, Liv, we come, okay, so, like, the schedule is, like, you know, I pick up the girls, Joseph normally gets home at 5.30, we're cooking dinner, we eat dinner, we do baths, and, you know, we play a little bit, and then it's, like, the girls are down to bed, right, and then at that time, I'm, like, I want to shower, and I want to go to sleep, so, like, you know, it's, it's very rare when we are able to just sit down and be, like, so how was your day, you know, because, you know, then he's in the shower, and I'm, you know, making lunches, and, you know, and so I just, I just remember having that conversation. I was like, I don't want to lose us. And so when we had, you know, Maddie, we just kind of made this pact, like that's what we were going to do. Um, and I, I, outside of that, like as friends, like going on the bachelorette parties and going, you know, to these weddings, um, I'm a big FOMO, fear of missing out. I, <laughs> don't like <laughs> missing things because uh, just because I have kids, you know, and it's, I've made that a priority and yeah. I know, um, I'm sure you were going to mention it, but, uh, it was, you know, Joss's bachelorette party and here I am. Maddie is what? Five months old. She's about to be five months old and I'm you know, <laughs> at a music fest, uh, Memphis in May and I'm tugging along this, the pump, right. To make milk for Maddie. And <laughs> so perfect. All of y'all were like, man, Carly, you are the best, you know? And I'm like, it's just, remember when I told you jumping into motherhood, like, this is just a big, this is just part of it. You know, it's like, you're going to do whatever you can to make sure your child has what it needs, you know? 
you know, dive right in and you learn to swim as you go and still have fun, you know, and you can still go and do these things. And gosh, I hope my girls remember this as when they they get older and they realize that, Ooh, I had a, I had a pretty cool mom, right. Or she was, you know, still having a good time when, you know, the kids were, you know, yeah. you know, that was one thing that I'm, you know, I wanted to wow. make sure that I did was I, I didn't, my kids didn't take over my life, if that makes sense. But I still had the freedom to go and do things. Yeah, no. And I think, I think that's a huge part of what makes a person a good parent as well is having those moments where you are fully choosing to do something for yourself and with your friends. Um, and it makes that time as a family special in other ways. Right. And I think a big, like I said, I think a big part of even Joseph and I, you know, marriage wise, you know, being able to keep that spark, you know, because I think a lot of people wrap themselves so much around their kids that then they lose themselves. And then that's where, you know, divorce can happen. And, you know, and so, you know, like I said, for Joseph yeah. and, you know, for Joseph and I, it's, you know, to go and taking these trips, like we just went to Colorado, um, in January, you know? Oh yeah. Well, that was like so much fun. The, the, the first time we went, Maddie had just turned one. And, and so I joke about how, Oh, it looks like the next time we'll come skiing is, you know, the next time one of us has a kid and we need to get away. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) and turns out, you know, had just turned one and we were going to Colorado. So perfect, perfect timing for a getaway, especially if she's not, if she's not sleeping and if she's testing you. We've got grandparents to help us out too. You know, I I would not be able to do, we would not be able to do what we are, that we do without our, you know, without our parents. So you know, very thankful for that too. So yeah. To have everybody in the same city is pretty, pretty special. They they even come over and help, you know, my parents when, you know, you know, just to help them if they've got both kids or, you know, if they've got my sister's kids and my kid. Yeah. So it can be, you know, it can be stressful, but my parents do a pretty good job of helping us out. So that's amazing. That's amazing. And before you know it, you'll be in that position and you'll be taking care of the grandkids. Slow your roll now. Slow your roll. I'm old, but I'm not, you know, I know. I mean, if you think about it, Maddie's five. I know. I remember you were five. she was what? How old was she when you came to visit? Like seven months, maybe? Oh, she's little. Yeah. That was 2016? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was... She had no. been a just. I think she was sitting up at that point when you went to visit. Yeah, yeah. We yes. were so. I mean, she had been six months, maybe. Oh. it's wild how no, quickly it's, time it flies. Crazy. I mean, even even Mia, the fact that she's one. You okay. know, I had a one year old and a five year old. So, but my goodness. Well, I appreciate well, it. Well, you do like said, so well. Try to you have fun and be, you know, a good mom at the same time. So, and I think that's important that you don't lose yourself in the process. Um, and that's what I try. Totally. You know, and Joseph gets upset with me sometimes and I'm like, I, I just don't want to, like, I want to go, like, you know, 
that's why I can't wait for, you know, the, the baby shower we're about to celebrate, you know, it's like, it's not only we're celebrating Joss, but oh my I goodness. Seen y'all or, you know, some of y'all in years, you know, so. I know like last time, I think most of us were together was at Michelle's wedding yeah, in the November. fall of 2019. And that was only November, 2019, five which of our entire group. So it really wasn't everybody, but. I think so. Yeah. And, and it was so quick. It was like a 48 hour trip to Iowa, (laughs) nothing against (laughs) Iowa, but (laughs) it was was. was so cold there. (laughs) Um, okay. One last thing. So I'm adding a new segment and it's called the adult aha (laughs) moments. So what is something since becoming, I guess, an adult, that has just kind of clicked for you that like as a kid you really didn't understand and like I was having this conversation with Jackie the other day she texted me and she said you know what I hate going to the dentist and I thought about it and I said well actually like as a kid I didn't mind the dentist it didn't bother me but now as a grown-up oh my gosh I hate going to the dentist it's so invasive has there been anything for you that since growing up and becoming an adult and adulting um has there been anything where you're like oh yeah I get why this sucks now anything right now that's a good it's a tough question I'm putting you on the spot yeah yeah first my first thought was god am I an adult like when did I become an adult you know what I mean it's like (laughs) um I mean, the other night, well, I guess it was about a week ago, Spencer was out at his parents' place. He was working on his car and he came home and he's like, what'd you have for dinner? And I pointed to the empty cookie box and he's like, you ate a whole box of cookies for dinner? And I was like, well, there was no adult around to stop me. I had the biggest tummy ache I mean, and I couldn't sleep. It was awful. Like cooking, I hate cooking dinner. I wish I could like oh. just go and eat out every single day. Like dishes, oh god, it's like that to me. Out <laughs> is adulting. It's like doing dishes and like oh, it's terrible. Yeah. That's- Do you have like a go-to dish that you're like, Um, oh, I guess I just got to make this again. Well, now having kids, I'm always like, Maddie, what do you want? And every week it's the same thing. I'm like, baby, we had that last week. Like we can't. Um, (laughs) Oh God, that's another tough question. We love like uh, my husband, Joseph's going to get on and be like, no, I hate it. But um, we love taco night. (laughs) Yeah. Can't go wrong with some tacos. Oh, so good. Try to like find different things that we haven't had. I finally, and this is, this is such a, I guess this is a aha moment, but it was like, I finally found a good spaghetti sauce. Yes. Oh, and, you know, I've been, you know, I'm always amazing. Like, okay. What do you put in it? And she's like, Carly, you just buy a jar and you dump it in there. And I'm like, okay, but it's just, you know, so, um, we went to Colorado, <laughs> one of the girls, uh, oh God, I don't even rat Rose rat R A O. I think is how you spell it. And or, I, I 
thing. Oh. Anyway, and so I was like, and so we had it, and I was like, this is the best spaghetti I've had, minus my mom's. And so, you know, just those simple things, it's like, makes a whole dish. But, you know, love spaghetti. You know, we go to my, you know, we go, we actually have like a little ritual yeah. right now, not ritual, but, you know, normally Fridays and Saturdays, we go to Joseph's parents' house. And then Sundays, we always have dinner at my parents' house. And so it's nice to have... Yeah. A change of pace. You know, and it's nice to have good. Like my mom, she's wonderful. She loves to grill. Um, you know, so she uh, you know, always grills out. She uh I'm always like, Are you cooking this Sunday? And I don't even know when it became a thing, but it became a thing and now it's just something that we do every Sunday together. Oh yeah. I love it. That's so perfect. It was before Maddie. So I don't know like how it became a thing. I think I was just one day I was like, Mom, are you gonna cook? And it's just something that we always do now. So, you know. That's amazing. Live I, I think I've lived a pretty good life so far. So you know. And it's just and it's just gonna get better. No, I it you know what? The magic of like just all the chapters mm. that we've had to go through whether it's you know upbringing or going on to college and then what comes after that there's so many yeah. different directions it could have all taken and not all of them led to us right all staying connected which is really cool that the work has been put in by so many people to stay connected and and to go back to our families and to, oh, to have strong that, connections there, too. I mean, if you think about it, how many different locations are we at? At least, I don't even know how many of this are. Are there, like, 10 of us, maybe? And we're in 10 different, maybe eight different locations. And the fact that, you know, you're in Canada. I'm in Memphis. We have one in New Zealand. We have one, you know, it's like, the, it's amazing. And I'm so thankful. Oh, it's amazing. Have, that group, you know, I have you guys in my life. I, I enjoy waking up and having 20 different text messages from the group of girls. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's just. <laughs> it's, it's never a dull and, moment, you know, even from afar. Different parts and... of our lives. Like, even though we're, yeah, okay, we're out of college and, you know, some of us have significant others, some of us have families, some of us don't. You know what I mean? It's like, we're still growing yeah in our 30s so can you imagine what our 40s 50s you know are gonna look like oh my goodness I don't know if this world is ready for us us this far I think it's (laughs) if it survived us oh man this (laughs) that's true that's true well I think we can wrap this up. I am so thankful you were able to get Mia and Maddie down for bed and we can have this conversation. I've missed you so much. We can it's, figure out our Zoom date. And we can I just get all together on Zoom. Thank goodness for Zoom these days. I know. What did we use before? Was it house party? Oh my goodness. We tried house party. And house then, party or then like it didn't work. Skype. And then I think we tried and then Zoom actually before COVID was a thing. I want to be the first. Yeah, one yeah, we did shift to Zoom. Go getters on the Zoom when COVID hit. <laughs> They're the OGs exactly. of Zoom. I know. So good. 
I know. Goodness. Well, it's getting you. late where you are. So I'll let you go. I love you too. And I, yeah, I'm so excited that, that we got to chat about some, some really good things. And I learned some things about yeah. you. Like, I didn't know you were going to transfer. Oh God. Where, no. where were you going to go? Murray? No. Uh, actually, I was looking Moorhead? I was not looking into the OVC. Uh, well, obviously, with Joseph being at UTC, that was really where where I had looked at. Um, uh, but gosh, thank uh, maybe I well, I mean, you for that. I guess for you to even forgive me. No, probably not. I, I'm pretty sure when we played at UTC that time, Did I that tried work? to stare down the other team. <laughs> no, because we all. Uh, we always lost Jur- juries on that one. Oh, yeah. So frustrating. I there were some teams that we just couldn't because beat. of those. I know. So brutal. So brutal. I know. I like. Oh, yeah. I, I still want Austin P to do well. It's just not, it's just not the same. I, I, yeah. I don't want to say too much, but I saw that the training room has like padded tables now. Liz, and I'm they, you guys have gone soft. Freshman year, we had t-shirts for our practice jerseys. Now they've got like legit uniforms. So yeah, that's only, uh, but they don't, they don't understand the struggles <laughs> that we went through. Even, the, even the bus rides, we could, that could be a whole different no, episode. No, no memories we'll have to do a a special feature it'll be great (laughs) i love you too i'll talk to you later all right love you carly thank you so much thank you for listening to this episode of the modern badass podcast if you like what you heard feel free to share it with a friend or send us a dm on instagram at the Modern Badass Podcast to tell us what you think as we continue on this path of storytelling. We can now be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review if you like what you hear. Can't wait for you to join us next Monday at noon for our next episode.